Welcome to the Go To Thrive Podcast, the place to inspire people in the workplace and go to thrive. Mary Jane Roy and Vivian Aqua want to make happiness the new norm and offer solutions to create higher engagement in the workplace. We welcome Alex Lavenberg to this Go To Thrive podcast. Alex advises and supports organizations who want to improve or increase their happiness at work for their employees. Alex, can you tell us something about yourself? Who is Alex Lavender? Sure. Good morning, and thanks for having me, guys. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. And You're we're welcome. talking about my favorite topic, so that's uh, probably a coincidence. So, Well, I'm 50 since three weeks, happily married, and um, I'm a very positive, optimistic guy. I love to look at the bright side of life, and um, that's why I enjoy life is my favorite hashtag on Twitter. It's something which I um, really like. I like to be optimistic and see what, what, what we can do in life. I've spent more than 28 years in banking and started right away after I got my bachelor's degree in economics. And in that time, I had a really awesome career at Rabobank. I started as a teller, but then eventually I was director at a local bank in Groningen, which is in the north. I worked in California for three years, and my last job was global head of talent management for the Rabobank group. So... Did a lot, learned a lot, and um, since last year, I have my own business, which is called Happy Motion, and I really like getting happiness at work in motion. That's why the name came from. I'm doing that since uh, last year, and I always emphasize that I don't make people happy, although some people gave me the credit already, but I really like to emphasize that I facilitate people to get their own steps and make their own steps in their own pace to become more happy. And that's what I'm doing with Happy Motion. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it was a big step, but um, really enjoying myself. So that's good. And Alex, congratulations on the milestone birthday. <laughs> yeah, thank you. What triggered your interest in creating happier and more engaged workplaces? Well, actually, it started when I left the Rabobank. After 28 years, I took the time and took time off to slow down and really reflect on what happened and what I did in the past and also sort of wonder about the future. And one of the things I did was doing a three-day silent retreat, which was really new for me because I'm always busy and talking and meeting people. And during those three days, I really discovered that I had a sort of inner smile and it didn't go away. So I was happy. I felt happy. I felt happy with my decision, but I was also sort of excited because my future was completely blank and I didn't know what, um, what I was going to do, but I was really anxious to discover what it will bring. And um, back home, I did some more thinking and then I combined, well, the sort of happy feeling uh, with the things I love most during my banking career. And that was working with people, coaching people, focusing on their development and get things done. So I started to Google on happiness and coaching, the sort of combination of those two words. And I bumped into Onno Hamburger. He is the writer of the book, Happiness at Work. So I called him, we talked, and I did a training, Happiness at Work Team Coaching. And during the training, I decided to start my own business. So I did the training, and there's where I've met Mary Jane as well. And uh, we did the training, so we're in the same field, and it's going great. I work with a variety of customers already in different industries and uh, really love the job. So, And what is important is that I work independent, but not on my own. That's what I did from the start. Uh, I have partnerships with 
other businesses in the same area, like the Happiness Bureau of Freya Paper. And also Ono Hamburger, he has the Happiness Academy and we work together. So that's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And I really, I feel that when you work together, you can do more. And it gives me energy as well, because I love to work with people and call on a Monday morning and ask, hey, how are things going over there? So that's what I arranged in this way. So I have a question regarding happiness at work, because there were some articles in the Netherlands, but also international who mock the word happiness at work. Can you say something about that? I think it's more dominant the discussion in Holland than in uh, international world. In Holland, there's a lot of discussion about why should you be happy at work. But I think that happiness is something which everybody wants. And if I look, if I talk to the directors, then they they have a question, well, why should people be happy, right? I just want to earn my money and uh, who cares? But eventually, mm-hmm. if you look at the research, then you see that if you look at your people and you take care of them and they are happy, then the customers will be happy. And if the customers are happy, they're doing more business with you. And then eventually you are more successful. So a lot of companies which use happiness as a sort of pillar for their business are very successful. And in Holland, it's a little bit more extra because we have a sort of uh, language which we call geluk. And in America, for instance, I used happiness. And next to that, you use lucky when something sort of just happened. Well, I'm lucky I found $5 on the street. But in Holland, we don't have the difference between luck and happiness. It's the same word. And that triggers a lot of people by saying, hey, I don't like it. I don't see the connection between work and happiness. Or in this case, the connection between work and Geluk, which is the Dutch word for it. Thank you. For a long time, just adding on to that, that I would have thought happiness at work was an oxymoron. Those two words just didn't belong together in a sentence. And uh, yeah, we're showing, and the research is proving that what you just said, Alex, the happier your people are, the happier the customers, the more business they're going to do with you. And happier people are more creative people. Exactly. So win-win-win, isn't it? Really? Well, we're getting there bit by bit. But uh, I mean, in general, people think about work as I have to go to work. And nobody's saying I love to go to work. And uh, there's a book from Alex Kiaroff who wrote the book uh, Happy Hour is from 9 to 5. But, and I agree with that. But a lot of people don't see it. Happy hours is at, is at Friday, 5 o'clock, right? Then the weekend starts and then we can be happy. Thank <laughs> God it's Friday. <laughs> yeah. Alex, a question for you. Why is it for a person and their manager to know their strengths, their, their individual personal strengths? Why is it so important to their happiness at work? Oh, that's a good question. And it's really the basic question on happiness at work. And uh, to answer it, you need to know that most of the things we do around happiness at work is based on the research of Dr. Martin Seligman. He is one of the founders of the positive psychology. His approach was really different than the standard way from psychology. The traditional way for psychology is focus on the getting things less on what we don't want. So, for instance, uh, if you have a depression, you start working on it because you want, you don't want that. So. And uh, the positive psychology is getting the focus on getting more of what you want. So it's much more forward going and really get rid of stuff by focusing on what you really want. And to be able to do that, you really need to know your own strengths. So if you know your strengths, the things you're good at, then it's much more easier to get things done, right? So 
So if you take, think about that, what's your strength? What are the things you are complimented for by your colleagues? What is the things you do most naturally? If you start using those strengths, then you will see you get more happiness at work and eventually get more happiness in life as well. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. It is a really important aspect of happiness at work. Yeah, exactly. And you mentioned something about this before. I really wanted to ask this question again to emphasize on it. Mm -hmm. Why should an organization focus on happiness at work and what benefits does it bring an organization? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit, but there's a ton of international research on the topic. And that's going back from the 60s, especially the last about 15, 20 years or so. There's a lot of research about it. And more and more organizations and managers, I think, realize that promoting and managing employee happiness is a smart thing to do. And the research show is showing that. So, And there's two pillars. One is what's important and what happens to the employees. And the other part is what is the benefit for the organization. And if you look at the first one for the employees, then you see that they experience less stress. They are less ill. They are more creative and more curious about things in general. And they are much more engaged and motivated. So they work better together and they get more appreciation from colleagues and their managers. So that's on the employee side. And you, if you hear that, you say, well, that's almost more than enough, probably. But from a business perspective, it adds because when they are less ill, less people are sick at home is better for the company. The company see which work on happiness work, they see that there's a lower turnover. They see an increase in sale in productivity. And they see better numbers in the customer satisfaction. Although I like to prefer on customer happiness instead of satisfaction, because satisfaction is a sort of how do I think about a business? And customer happiness is more how do I feel about a business? So that's a different level. And in general, what you see is when businesses work with happy people, they are more attractive. So they get more people and more talent. And especially in this time of economics, it's important to be an attractive employer. So happiness Mm -hmm. at work also helps there. And that's why you see that happiness at work is really a source of inspiration for a lot of companies. And it's important to be successful in the future, from my perspective. And also to add, it's also another way for a company to create brand ambassadors who can influence indirectly the customers, but also the future talent. I mean, you know that there, there are a lot of companies where... If you ask the people, are you proud of working here? And do you tell the story when you're having a birthday party somewhere? Then a lot of people say no. And with companies where they really are focusing on the happiness of their employees and based on that happiness of the customer. I've seen companies where 99% of the people say, I'm proud of working here and and I brag about it, right? So that's gold, yeah. Definitely gold. (laughs) Alex, what qualities? I mean, you, you had a lot of leadership roles in the 29 years or so that you were with the Rabobank. Mm-hmm. What qualities does a leader need in order to ensure that happiness is part of their culture? Connecting to happiness as being part of the culture. And I realize I've been leader in Rabobank for more than 25 years. And if I look at happiness now, then I had a lot of fun and I learned a lot, but also had a lot of happiness by just being happy with the things I did. From my perspective, if I go back, I think I did three things. And in general, I see three qualities that happy leaders should have to build a successful business based on happiness for himself, for his employees, and for his company. The first strength or quality, from my perspective, is reflection, which means that he has to reflect 
on his own leadership and his own feelings. Because if you're not happy as a leader, you can't make the next steps to happiness. So reflect on how you feel, if you're happy, and if not, take actions on that. That's from my perspective, if you connect it to happiness, the first quality. And based on the outcome, the, the second quality is be happy yourself and show it. So when you're happy at work, show it. It makes other people happy if you're energetic and attentive to people and, and you take care and you show them you care. So show your happiness is really the second step as a quality. So don't be quiet about it. And the third step is have time for your people. Give them attention. I see a lot of managers saying, I don't have the time for that. But you have. I mean, sometimes I give the first advice by just say good morning in the elevator. And how many times have you been in an elevator and people don't say anything about it? They don't say anything. They just go up. So it starts with small things. Give people attention. And uh, that's the three big steps to be more successful and happiness at work for yourself and your people. It's not rocket science, right? So that's what I also tell during workshops and coaching, which I do. It's not rocket science. If you read about it or read books or go to seminars or whatever, the basic of being happy is not something new. We know this already for a long time, but the hardest thing is just do it and take care of it and do it with attention. Great. Thanks, Alex. Can you provide our listeners with one or two sustainable how leaders can support their So you mentioned a few before. One is... Um, Focus on what brings happiness at work, and that is relationships and results. Most of the leaders really focus only or mainly on the results. And research shows that it's mostly a combination of good relationships and results. If you ask people to say, hey, give me an, an example of when you were really happy at work, they come with great stories with a big smile. And 99% it's about relationships so I worked with something and I really enjoyed working together or they had a result. And most of the time, it's a combination of the two. So that's my first suggestion. Focus not only on results, but also on how things work within your company, how people work together. And the second one is make plans. Like what I say is the business of business is happiness. So if you really think you can use happiness in your company as something which makes you more successful, then make a plan and start small. Most companies are just being busy. They are trying to be successful and earn more money without having a real focus on the why. And there's no real focus on the value of the employees. So make a plan and make it together with your employees and start working on what can we do to become more happy in a company. Yeah, and that's a good addition. And also what you mentioned before regarding the war for talent, we need to embrace our employees in these days because otherwise we'll lose them. Exactly. And you can't do that by saying, hey, we need to be happy and go for it. It takes time because if it was that easy, everybody was already doing it. So if you, if you make a plan, start with your why as a company, connect with people in your company and let them think along. Then, And we see that already. We, we see companies be more successful because they have more focus on their employees. And not only by saying it or putting it on the wall, but also really do it in practice and really show that they want to connect with the employees and do it together. So important. Alex, is there one last thought you'd like to leave the audience with, our audience? Yeah, I really think that you can create your own happiness for yourself and your company. And as long as you know that, 
if you know what you really want and go for it, you will be successful. So my advice to everybody is reflect on what you see, what you really want. And if there is a gap between what you see in your work or whatever, uh, or in your company and what you really want, make a plan and go for it. And then from my perspective, you will be successful and happy. And that's where we live for. So. Thank you. Thank you, Alex, for sharing valuable tips on increasing happiness at the workplace. More than welcome. Thank you for yeah. me too, Alex. And to the listeners, if you have any questions and comments about this episode, share them with us on LinkedIn. Thank you for listening and until the next time. Go to Thrive Podcasts. Empower people to be happy before, during, and after work.